0: Hello, I am Hagen Young. While it's true I am not an organic being, I still enjoy certain things in life. One of those things being the oldest beverage in the entire universe. No, not human blood, mead. And the best mead I've ever had came from the Enchanted Manor Meadery. They actually have a website that I believe you can still access. Just go to mead.today. That's mead, M-E-A-D, dot T-O-D-A-Y. They've got all sorts of wonderful flavors, like Earl Grey, hibiscus, one made of burned honey that is delicious, and they also have a mead club where you can sign up and receive three bottles of mead directly to your door every three months. Some of the bottles will even be experimental flavors, flavors like hibiscus habanero, sweet tea, Bofa. Anyway, check out their website, try some of the meads, and tell them Hagen sent you.
1: Well, now that is one I have never heard. Those Rimlings are always spinning the strangest tales when they come to the interior. Ooh, we're being invaded. Oh no, our planet disappeared. Ah, real zombies. No, we hear these things all the time. I'm sure it's not true. And even if it was, how bad could it be? You know what's truly terrifying? Misfiled paperwork. It can lead to all sorts of trouble. Someone on Zebulon Alpha misfiles a claim against someone on... (laughs) ...7, and now we have a galactic civil war. I'm telling you, paperwork is what keeps the galaxy running.
2: Welcome back, fellow traveler to Good Better Quest. Join us as we go on a long errand. and welcome back to Good Better Quest on our Good Better Side Quest called A Long Errand. I am your fungin monger, Nolan Lacey. As always, I am here to play online a tabletop game with friends that are mine for entertainment that is yours. I am the Duke of Chocolate to David's Count Chocula.
0: Is a Count... Higher
2: oh. up than a duke. No, Duke oh, is higher up. Burn. Nicola, how are you? Why don't you introduce yourself?
1: I'm reeling from that burn. Oof. Uh, <laughs> hi. I'm Nicola. Uh, at Nicola the Druid on Twitter. Um, and I am playing Raquel, a psychic, and she's fun. She's one of those fun psychics. She is. <laughs>
3: Uh, my name is Doug, and I'm playing. Uh, well, my, uh you can do uh, at at Doug GBQ on Twitter. Uh, and I'm playing Jake Lucas, who has secrets in his belly and a silver tongue. Uh,
0: uh.
1: What is
2: what does Jake Lucas do, Doug? Jake he, Lucas he does
3: something. He convinces people that he's a priest of the Oracle.
2: No,
0: after <laughs> after he fucks. Oh, <laughs> oh, you mean <laughs> that he that he fucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jake Lucas fucks. Jake Lucas <laughs> is trying to get away from that brand. Jake, Jake Lucas <laughs> is trying to do a rebranding now. He's trying to get. He's trying to get into the religious circuit.
3: To be fair, he
0: still wants
3: to fuck though. Like it's yeah. not like it's, but yeah. he just doesn't want to be known for that. Like that's not. I don't. He don't want that to be his thing. You know, he wants to be like, Jake Lucas smuggles goods, or Jake Lucas is a really nice guy, or Jake Lucas sure does wear a hat well, but he doesn't get any of that. (laughs) Instead, he gets Jake Lucas books, and uh, it's hard.
0: Hello, my name is David Hallman. I am stag underscore horn on Twitter. Uh, Most people say it's staghorn. Uh, I am playing Hagen Young, a robot boy, very bold, but David Hallman has a cold. Um, <laughs> oh, so, that
1: was...
0: Oh. I, see, I told you I'd get it. I told you I would get there. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to sound a little bit like Jake Lucas. Is episode. that because you have
3: sick rhymes?
0: No. <laughs> they're not... They're not... <laughs> they're not sick they're not they're barely rhymes douglas they are <laughs> this is this is shit you would find on a kid's like homework assignment on the fridge that's like
2: write a poem <laughs> write a poem that rhymes cold with bold
0: i sure do like the cold when i use word i make words bold yeah see that's what that's what kids do S- shut me up you guys i am barely here <laughs>
3: i was just gonna let you go no, brother like honestly you go. yeah <laughs>
1: all right
0: i'll tell the story
2: all right so so you guys are in this room that you don't recognize it doesn't match any of the other places that you've been on this ship so far uh you did actually have to walk a fair distance coming from the manticore to the small village. And in that time, it was all natural landscape. So coming to this high-tech room, you don't recognize it, there are no windows, you can't see out, you can't place it to reference where you were. You are in a room with this other creature that resembles Crumb, but is not entirely like him and are surrounded by pirates after multiple doors opened as they shuffle in. You all see Alistair walk into the room. His bootfalls hit the ground with his abrupt pace stopping in front of you and he addresses all of you.
4: Well, well, well. Looks like it's the crew from the Manticore. Seems like you're not getting away from me today. Alistair Cowell is the best Inquisitor on this side of the galaxy. And getting on this ship, I have become the intergalactic Inquisitor, as everyone will address me. Now I see that you're still holding on to that information, my good friend Jake Lucas. Well, you're not going to hold on to it for much longer, no. Because Alistair is going to get it from you, bud. And I'm going to get it from you now.
1: Do anyone else see the vein in Nolan's head? Just
4: going
2: nuts. That's how how Macho Man Randy Savage does it, though.
1: Yes.
0: No. all right. That's where the voice comes from. Most people bring the voice from their diaphragm, but to do Macho Man Randy Savage, it's got to come from the vein. From the vein.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So Jake is going to look at... He's going to look at Crum, and... um, and try to think real hard run and like escape and exit and retreat. And he's given all of that information to Crumb. And as he's doing that, he also says out loud, tell the people. And he's saying it to Crumb, but he's making it as if it's part of the conversation uh and he's he's giving these clues to Crum and he says tell the people when he turns back to the pirates uh and uh and says um tell tell the people that want this that they cannot have it and he takes a step forward
2: as you take a step forward the the pirates surround specifically you there's there's seven pirates Alistair and the Seer. So three of the pirates come up and two grab your arms and and one just stands behind you kind of like holding on to your back so that you can't run away ready to to grab you around your waist as the other guys grab your arm. And Alistair laughs in your face. (laughs) Where
4: do you think you're gonna go? It's not like you can get away from me this time.
3: Jake says, I don't even have it anymore. And I want to roll manipulation.
0: Okay. Uh, saying you don't even have it anymore? Yeah. Ooh.
3: And I'm going to re-roll one. Can I help
0: him somehow?
3: Because I have, um... What you call it? Okay, so look, here's the thing. I, um... I have a I have a mixed success, I have an 8, um, but I also have the uh, lucky ability in which once per session I can count any m- miss as a partial success, or partial success as a total success, and I'm counting this as a total success.
2: Yes! You entirely convince Alistair that you don't have the information that he's trying to get from you anymore, and he says, well, it looks like you've run out of purpose to me. And he pulls out a blaster, and he puts it to your head.
0: I am going to, uh... I'm gonna do, like, a quick whistle, Uh but as a robot, it, it sounds more like... Um... <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so... And then I, th- I think Jacker, jumps on my back and is, like, pointing all four uh, guns. It is four, right? He looks like a fucking anti-air. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah he's got four guns and you have two pistols.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I got that and my, my two pistols out. Hello. If Jake Lucas's corpse touch, touches the floor, then yours will soon follow. Please. Relinquish, my friend, and there will be no need for bloodshed.
1: And when he does that, I want to try and use my telekinesis for something. (sighs) Okay. I want to, I realize it's not going to be as easy as it says, but I want to try and knock the gun, like use my telekinesis to knock the gun that is pointed at Jake's head out of his hand. Hagen,
2: you call Jacker up onto your shoulder and you now have six... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I was six
0: blasters. I was just about to say like real quick, I wanna I wanna just be like I have six blasters. You have one. I'm not a mathematician, but I think we can all equate what's happening here. Can't we?
2: As as you say this, and Nekola, we're gonna come right back to you. I just I'm just setting setting the stage. As you say this, Punch walks to the center of the room as well, and he pulls out two pistols of his own, and he points him he points him at his own men and at Alistair, and goes, "Well, <clears throat> hold on, yar, well, it seems we be having a Mexican
4: standoff here now, doesn't it?
0: What the fuck is Mexico? How do you know about Mexico? <laughs> he, no one else goes, has been oh. to Hogan." <laughs> <laughs> Which we're all goes, oh. like most likely positive is definitely an alternate reality of Earth. How do you know about <laughs> Mexico?
2: <laughs> They're from Michi Sea Shanties. And then he redirects the gun at you and Raquel. So now there's multiple guns, everybody has a gun on them. I think literally everybody has a gun on them at this point. So, Raquel. What are you going to do?
1: I still want to knock that I still want to knock that one off Jake Lucas's head.
2: Okay. Give me a roll.
1: Okay, but what do cuz this doesn't this says you can attempt to move larger objects or more things precisely, but it is difficult. The GM will tell you how.
2: Give me a roll. This is more for how forceful you are able to target the gun than for the success of using your telekinesis. You know you can use your telekinesis. You're trying to see if you can target it to a specific thing.
1: And do I add willpower to that? Yes. Okay, good. And nine. Unless you'd let me re-roll one, re-roll one. Are you proficient? Unless you it's, let me... It's an re- ability. So do I get to re-roll one for an ability? No. No. Oh, come on. It was a six oh, and a don't? one. I did so well. You get a re-roll so, for a skill, I... but not a...
0: Hold on. Correct. Hold on. Let Can can she not get a re-roll because of my help? Perhaps.
1: Or because this is survival.
0: This is technically. Mm.
1: I'm not gonna hold it against you if you say no, but I, I have will. to try. No, I won't.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's no, but it's not it's not the mixed success isn't going to be very bad. It is just going to like be. Jake's
1: not getting shot. Not ideal. Correct. Okay, so that's fine. Shoot anyone else. You,
2: you you, release your telekinesis and you hit the gun, but you also hit Jake. So Alistair's gun flies out of his hand and Alistair tumbles over, but so does Jake. So Jake, you are now prone, but you don't have a gun on you anymore. But now there are multiple pirates with multiple guns. Everybody's pulling their, their pistols out. Alistair is trying to get up and brush himself off. What do you guys try and do?
0: Uh, I'm an open fire, my dude. As soon Ooh. as as soon as Jake is on the ground, every last one of these motherfuckers is dead. It's like you you remember um Mandalorian uh, with Bill Burr's character. Yeah. He's got the two pistols in the robot arm. We're 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 pulling some of that shit. Everyone in here that is on the wrong end of this pistol. And standing up is dead.
2: I'm I'm gonna give you two options on how to do this. Yes. You can either give me one roll and tell me how that goes based on that one roll, or you can give me six rolls. No, three rolls. One for two for you, one for each blaster, and one for Jacker.
0: I think I wanna go with the two rolls. Okay. And I wanna know can I use analytical for the ability because it's like it's, it's like iron man it's uh, like
2: gun kata you're sitting there doing the math for the angles and shit kind, kind
0: of like you remember iron man <laughs> like the first iron man where he's like looking at all those guys and it's like beep
2: beep 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 beep,
0: beep and like all those tiny little rockets fly off and get them all immediately yes
2: yes Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that because you're you're not. You're not doing a strength thing. Like you're not trying to no. swing a sword at them. You no. are just. Yeah. You're just trying to target. Yeah. This. I'll, just... I'll say you're using like your internal targeting computer to do this.
0: Yeah. Okay, that is a ten plus two. That's a twelve. Uh, that okay. was mine. Jacker. Okay, roll for Jacker. Yeah. Come on, Jacker. Does Jacker get my analytical? No. Okay, but does he get my intelligence for it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. Do you do you <laughs> see this? You see, this is a sixth on this side, and there are two of them.
1: Oh, shit.
2: So,
0: Jacker is a better shot than I am.
2: Uh, <laughs> I want you to describe to me how Hagen goes about firing his guns.
0: Hagen looks around uh, like he's standing still, but his, his eyes are moving. Like You can see his eyes looking at every one of these guys very fast. And as Alistair is standing up, I think it's just a, a fucking Flurry of shots. There's the two from his pistols going at two of the pirates, and then the four from uh, Jacker on his back, just just blapping in every direction. What's up?
2: Everybody's seen Boondock Saints, right? Yes. So you know the scene in the strip club where Rocco's standing in the middle and he's like blasting all of the the gangsters in their little rooms. Jacker climbs onto the top of Hagen's head and clamps onto the sides and as you're sitting there shooting you just see him like you know his, his blasters are pointing different directions and he's just like headshot, 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 headshot and you see a bunch of these pirates fall. He's missing some of them but he's getting off such a volume of shots that like Hagen I think you get a couple off and you kind of stop and you like can feel Jacker doing this little dance around your head as like all of these shots are going off. Yeah.
1: What face is on the screen?
2: Um, the Punisher. It's, uh, it's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the Punisher skull. I,
0: I think after like how how many guys have fallen down?
2: uh You get the three that were holding on to Jake. Alistair has crawled behind some kind of console. You yeah. haven't gotten him. I, I um, figured
0: I wouldn't get. I was going for the seven pirates, and not Alistair the Seer uh, or Jake.
2: So, Punch Punch got shot in the shoulder, and he's he's sizzling over to the side. I
0: forgot about Punch. Also, was not super was not super going for Punch, <laughs>
2: but uh, it looks like the Seer has disappeared and there's there's a couple of pirates that are that kind of followed alister's lead they've they've jumped behind things but they're all undercover there's four that are just laying and sizzling on the ground and jake you are prone Crum is Crum is behind you guys trying to figure out what's going on raquel you've gotten off this telekinetic blast what are what are you two doing where do you guys want to go Oh, Jake! Sta- Jake
3: like gets to his feet as quickly as possible, and he's putting out his hands to Hagen, and and he says, kind of over his shoulder, "The pirates, um, you don't have to die today."
2: You say that, and a shot zips past your head.
3: <laughs> like a shot from, from the pirates. <laughs> a shot yeah, from the pirates? the pirates. Okay, Shoots I'm gonna say, head. I'm gonna say in a very commanding voice. I'm gonna say, "Stop shooting, fools!" And I'm gonna roll for manipulate, and um, I'm gonna get
2: uh, I'm gonna get a nine. So one of the pirates doesn't doesn't hear you, and you can still see his his like pistols hanging up above his head as he's sitting behind this console. And a couple of them get up and just kind of look over like, well, well, I mean like, why do we need to stop? We're here to capture you, and you you guys attacked us, so like we're just doing our job but they do stop firing there, there's a couple that are paying attention to you over the, the groans and smoldering <laughs> smoldering bodies of their patriot or their friends
0: my uh, like next shots are lined up for those guys okay
2: but I'm not firing <laughs> I think I think Jacker is like shaking on top of your yeah, head Jack- Jacker is like, like the bloodlust yeah <laughs> Um, there are three doors that are open to this this room. There's a bunch of consoles. I think Jacker hit a couple. There's sparks that have been flying from the ones that have holes blast through them. Alistair is is hiding. You guys don't know exactly where, but he is still in this room. And the Seer is gone, but Parcel has, has skittered off into a corner and is, is clearly terrified of what's happening. Jake, are you trying to talk to the pirates? Or are we trying to trying to negotiate with them?
3: Oh yeah, I'm gonna negotiate. And I also want to say just for clarity, I meant Parcel earlier when I was trying to tell the person to run and go tell the people. And I was just straight up talking to Crumb like an uh, idiot. You were talking to Crumb. I yeah. was trying to I was trying yeah. to get Parcel to like bring all the people in like that believed in us and like swarm the place. But I was talking to Crumb instead like a doofus. So okay let's just let's just move on from that terrible mistake
0: and um <laughs> wait so parcel uh, well, and crumb wait parcel and crumb don't look similar do they
1: no not at all i just forgot yeah.
0: his name Vague, like i just vaguely i just Extremely used the wrong name vaguely oh he vaguely looks like crumb
2: very vaguely okay oh. so jake's just
0: very racist <laughs> You kind of look like my friend. Karone. I thought
1: Parcel looked like those crabby people.
3: With the backwards yeah. legs.
4: He kind of does. How
1: does a crab and Cause... a man-o-war look vaguely similar?
4: Cuz I made them up, Nicola.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> so, they look about as similar <laughs> as like a uh uh
3: a lizard and a dinosaur. Kind- Dog and a horse. Kind
2: of. Like if you Well, uh, we kill like a velociraptor. we kill, okay, can't get or... a snicker. <laughs> Like a velociraptor and an ostrich. I mean, that's that's about how similar they look. Oh. So there's a lot of similar traits, but you can tell they are very distant in relation.
3: Okay, so Jake um, looks at the pirates that are standing. He says, listen to me. I don't have what you're looking for. If you turn around and go back the way you came, we will let you live today. And that's no manipulation, that's just the truth. Because Jake is a pacifist. He doesn't want all this violence. He really does. Like he legitimately wants these guys to like leave. Like he doesn't want anything bad to happen to them. He wants them to leave.
2: I need Raquel and Jake to both give me a willpower role.
3: Okay.
1: I wasn't doing anything. I
3: no, wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Life's not fair. Oh, fuck, life's not fair. Can I re roll one? Or is that just. Nope. Alright, guys, well. Not this one. I'm gonna mark experience, because I got a five.
2: Oh, no.
1: I got a seven.
2: As you're talking to these pirates, you hear from behind you the missing voice of the seer, and he calls out to Alistair This one's been lying. He still has what
0: you're looking for. Oh, man. He used this camera to go up your butt into your tummy, and he knows. He's a psychic. Jake Jake
3: looks at Alistair. Can he hear this? Can Jake hear this, too? Because it's said out loud, right?
2: Yeah, he said, yeah, he said uh, that out loud.
3: Jake, um, Jake looks at Alistair, and I'm going to roll manipulation again. Because Jake looks at Alistair and goes, Alistair, truly, who are you going to believe? Me or him?
0: And Jake just goes, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know, i uh, it's an eight. Alistair is still behind cover. So he can't get to you. But you do hear him shout. And he's not trying to expose himself. He says...
4: Well, you've already fooled me once, brother, and it looks like I'm not going to let you fool me again. But, if I don't get to you now, I'll get to you eventually. And trust me, when I get there, I'll find what I'm
0: looking for. Hey, Nolan. Hey. Can I shoot any pirate without a name tag?
2: <laughs> yeah, if you want to start another volley of, of laser fire, that's fine. I... What's Raquel what
0: doing? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, Raquel. So Crumb is behind us, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, Because Raquel wants to get Crumb and Parcel out of here, but Parcel went to hide, and now can she see him? Can I psychically say something to, if I don't see him, but you're about to tell me and I interrupted you.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say he's he's tucked away in a corner, but psychically, yeah, you can you can communicate to him.
1: Because I want to get those two out of here, um, okay. and that's my plan. So I'm also gonna say to cr- Crum psychically, be like, "How fast do you run? Do I, or should I just grab you? What's 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 your deal?" I can move
2: fairly quickly on these these devices that I have. I can carry one other person pretty quick, too, but that's about the limit to what I am able to do.
1: Oh, no, I just wanted to make sure you weren't slow as hell. We got to go.
2: Crumb's Tesla coils, as you say this, just give off some, some little lightning under the ground, and he just looks at you and, and nods from his, his little perch.
1: Oh, I thought he got rid of all of that stuff.
2: No, he's still wearing it.
1: Oh, okay, good. Because I am speed. I remember gotta from go my fast. permission. I remember from my premonition he was naked. Um, uh, okay, so we want to bolt. If if Crumb's going with me and I can grab Parcel, I want I want to get them to safety.
2: Okay, David, give me another uh, laser blast roll. Blast him for me.
0: That one. That's only an eight. Uh, Okay. That's mine. Can I do Jackers? Sure. Jesus Christ. All right, again. I'm not... I just... I have to show you this shit. That's two more 12. That's that's another 12.
2: Jacker is a killing machine. (laughs) So you intend to lay down some covering fire cuz you you hear this conversation between Raquel and Crum. Jacker just shoots these other dudes behind the consoles and Raquel you run over to Parcel and snatch him up. He's a, he's a little thing, so you just grab him and bolt with Crum. So there's three doors. Which one do you do you want to go out of? There's one that's behind the pirates, there's one that's directly behind you, and there's one that's in the middle that you can get out of safely, but it does put you closer to the pirates, but it looks like a longer hallway.
1: So is that one, the one that we came through when we entered?
2: You guys were teleported here.
1: Oh, so we have no idea where any of these go. No idea. Okay, then we're just bolting behind, the one that's behind us. Can is, but to be like, I can get Parcel to come with us, right? Yeah, if you snatch
2: him up, he doesn't really have much of a choice. You just grab him, and he's he's terrified. He's he's kind of catatonic right now, so he he doesn't put up a fight.
1: Okay, cool. Um, is there... So you haven't made me make a roll yet, and I feel like something's going to happen. Uh, no, just
2: tell, tell me what you want to do. You yeah, want to grab I, him and... And, and he, run. I want to grab him and, and run. <clears throat> okay. If
1: it's possible, I'd like to, like, use my psychic ability to calm him, but that's an aftermath.
2: Sure. You guys lead, and as you leave, that door closes behind you. Oh, shit. So it's Crumb, Raquel, and Parcel. You guys are running. You don't notice immediately that the door is closed behind you because you're, you're just boogieing. You're, you're running away.
1: I'm less worried about the door closing because that accomplishes my goal of making them safe. Correct. Because they're not getting shot.
2: So you you step out into this hallway, and it's not entirely pitch black, but it's it's very dark. And you see these small LED-esque strips on the floor that guide around the hall so you can see which direction you're traveling in. And there's small, almost circuit boards along the wall, and you don't entirely know what they are, but you feel this thrum coming from the ship as you're running away from this room jake and hagen you are now stuck in this room with there, there are still two doors open you are stuck with the seer a bunch of dead pirates and alistair
0: we are not stuck in here with them they are stuck in here with me
2: Ha
3: <laughs> and punch is wounded right punch is on the floor wounded
2: Punches, punches on the floor. He's conscious, but he's not moving. Okay. As you guys are standing there, from the door behind the pirates, Hulk 1 enters the room. And he is carrying a grenade launcher. And he points it at you, Hagen.
0: I just realized all of the pirates are some kind of professional wrestler, I'm pretty sure.
2: Brother Hoganite, it looks like you've been having fun. Can I have fun, too? I wouldn't call this fun. However...
0: It seems Alistair and Punch are the only ones walking away without
2: wounds. We should rectify this. As you say
1: that...
0: Oh, I hate how
3: excited he is right now. I absolutely hate it. No.
1: That's...
2: As you say that it seems like Punch and Alistair are the only ones walking out of there, you hear this hum of a song. Oh, no. And Punch starts singing and lets out his voice and he sings this refrain from another sea shanty Oh God! and no. he says
4: well a drop of nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm
2: well a drop of nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm and well, as he says that of
4: blood.
2: all of the pirates on the ground their sizzling gross wounds close up they all stand up and their eyes have turned blood red Punch stands up and the wound in his arm closes and fangs grow from the top and bottom of his mouth. Gross. You look over at Hulk, and his his brain is still kinda, you know, it's still kinda sparking. And he's a Hoganite, so he's he's mechanical. But he looks at you and he, he holds up a finger. Oh, wait, hold on. I, I I know what to do here. He opens up his cabinet. He turns around, he puts his shoulder in front so you can't see and he's digging around in his front cabinet and he turns around and he he puts his hand up to his mouth <laughs> and he looks at you and he's attached two magnetic fangs to the top of his lips <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah, th- this is a, a thing that they told me I can do now since I'm part of the crew.
0: They're fucking, he's wearing like plastic vampire
2: teeth.
3: Yeah. Jake says, you'll never be part of the crew, tell him Hagen and I want to roll for manipulation again.
2: And you, you're doing manipulation as a skill?
3: yeah and i get to add two that's a 10. nice that's cool the rolled a six yeah
2: so you say this to to hulk one and he lowers the grenade launcher and goes oh man i knew something didn't feel right you can see him lose the wind from his sails but now there's Seven vampire pirates in front of you.
0: Vampires, if you will. Stands up. I was just about to say vampires.
2: Yes, yes. Alistair goes, You know,
4: there was a reason I picked this crew. It's a well kept secret, but secrets cannot be held from the Inquisition. Now, if you'll give me what I'm looking for, we'll get this taken care of. Or we can just feed you to the boys.
0: Because it looks like. Meats back on the menu. Fine, Jake. Let him seize the baby. How many times can I make that joke before it gets old?
1: Never. Seriously, never. never. I never. would like to seize a baby.
2: If you guys don't try and escape, you're going to have to fight vampires.
3: I mean, I'd rather escape honestly i'd rather i'd rather escape so i mean like it seems to me that jake being a being a smuggler being an outlaw being like he sees this as an opportunity to get and so um he is going to bolt toward the door on the left and hope like hell
0: that hagen follows him hagen hagen David has the bloodlust is the problem. Hagen is going to try what what exits are left? It's the one that uh
2: the one that Hulk 1 came in. Okay. And it's it's like right in front of you, right behind him and one to your right.
3: Oh, I said to the left, that that's is stupid.
2: Oh, it does We'll say it's to the left then i because it, it really doesn't matter there's one to your side and one in front of you the one in front of you is behind pirates the one to your side is easier to get to but it's a, a bigger opening so like it, it would be easier for them to follow
0: i'm so sorry i'm taking a minute to think about this because i'm honestly i'm thinking about that's why we can cut it out in post yeah sorry it i just how great would it be to split the party even more
1: Oh, it's already split.
0: It's already yeah, split. There's no, so that's what I'm split. talking uh, about. No, no, no. we're kind of split now. We could be completely split. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I guess I'll take the way with uh, with Jake, but I would like, can I close the doors with hijack? Or tech, sorry, tech or science as skills instead of hijack as an ability.
2: You can't you're going to have to find a way to make sure that you don't get grabbed by the pirates while you're closing the door.
0: I mean, I I got Jacker. Okay. I, I think anybody who gets close gets shot at, not necessarily hit, but definitely like at, at the very least it's like dance for me, you know, shooting at, <laughs> at their well, feet.
2: let me, let me ask you this. Are you trying to like get, are you trying to get to the controls and like, Make sure that it doesn't open, or do you want to just shoot it as you go by and see if that closes it?
0: I want to do that. I want to shoot it as I go by, or like, but in a very sciencey way, I know exactly where
2: to hit it. okay, so jake you're you're sprinting down this hall. Tell me what you're doing to get away. All
3: right, so here's the thing. Jake realizes that that Hagen's not right behind him. Uh, and so he does a quick double back and as he does the quick double back, he has another really good idea. Um, and, uh, and, and he hollers from the open doorway at the old, at the other Haganite, Hoganite rather, the Hoganite. And he says, if you want to really be part of a crew, you should follow us. Then I'm going to roll a six.
0: What is it for manipulate?
3: I feel like that would be manipulate, right?
0: Okay, then re-roll one of the dice. W- I did.
3: I did. I rolled two twos. I re-roll, re-rolled one of them into a two, and then I added my two bonus. It's a six.
0: Oh.
2: Wow. All right, so mark experience.
0: Mark experience.
2: I, I should have saved my lucky till now. Beans. Jake, you've run down this hall, and you've made it past several intersections, and Hagen, you're just outside of this room. What happens is this, Hagan, hey, you try and shoot the door. Give me a roll.
0: Is that science tech or analytical?
2: We'll say tech because you're trying to blow the the circuit.
0: All right, so that would be a nine or this is risky. I got two threes. that's oh, an eight. Wait, okay, hold on. sorry oh i'm I'm just completely bad at math. It would have been an eight now it's a seven.
2: It's still a, a partial success. yeah. you shoot the the you shoot the panel right next to the door. and it closes, but it's not an immediate Star Trek, you know, the door yeah. closes. The door just starts slowly coming together. Jake, you look back after having tried to convince this other Hoganite to help you. And he shoots a grenade out of the room because the door is closing so slowly it makes it past the door and it blows up at one of the intersections. Hagen, you're safe now because the door is closing before anybody can completely get out of it. But you are cut off from getting to Jake because that hallway is collapsing. There are a couple of other intersections you can make it to but you don't know if you're going to meet up with Jake. So, Jake, you are in the middle of this ship on your own. Hagen, you've got Jacker, but you don't know where you are. You are the closest to your threat. And Raquel, you are running with Crum and another unknown alien trying to find safety. What do you
1: do? Okay, so you're saying that this is basically dark, but with some lit up LEDs and circuit boards. It's, it's enough that it's like
2: a, a low light. You're not in a cave where there's, there's nothing there. It's like a, um, a
0: laser. You ever tag been ring. in a server
2: room? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah a laser. Yeah, tag that's ring. what
1: I'm picturing. Okay. Yes. Like that. Um, so how long do I have to run before I'm not like, before I have an intersection? Is this like a really long hallway?
2: You've probably made it past a couple, Uh but you don't see anything of interest. I mean, you're running just through the guts of this ship. You don't see anything that would say there's a room that way, there's safety that way, there's a door. It it all looks like this homogenous, dark, circuity guts. You can't really discern where to go with your eyes.
1: I know, that's where I was going. That's where I was going with this um, because I so I want to turn to Crum and be like Crum, I maybe since the ship was talking to us we can talk to it and find a map to get out of here but I'm a little still new at this so let's open our brains. Yeah and so I want to try and talk to the ship maybe with crumb's assistance. Like opening my mind to find a map or a, lo- a a path.
2: I think we can do that. Can can you get a little bit closer to me? Can you kneel down so that I can I can do something? Yeah, sure. As you get close to Crum, he puts all of his tentacles, his his little dangly bits. He just wraps them around the sides of your face, and and touches you, and you feel this intimate's not the right word but you you feel this extremely close connection with crumb's mind it, it's it's opened up he's looking for something with your help so I want you raquel to give me a role a uh see willpowers all psychic stuff correct
1: yes I don't think this is gonna fall under any of my skills of manipulation or survival so it's 13. Crumb
2: has all of these, these tentacles attached to you and his his eye is open. You guys like, I, I thought I had explained this, but like Portuguese manoir are translucent. You can see through yeah.
1: them. Mm-hmm.
2: But he's got this, this solid eye in the middle of his head.
1: Yeah, we, we discussed it's weird.
2: <laughs> it's very weird. And gross. He feels you searching for something on this ship and essentially he is a, like a radar dish for you. Uh, he's, He's this big satellite dish, just blasting your message out to whatever will hear it, to try and find what you're looking for. What are you looking for?
1: In my brain, I'm kind of picturing this like echolocation and so I want to find a path that's going to take me towards where my friends are, but I also want to find my friends. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm trying to find the path. Find the path.
2: You put out this psychic message to try and find friends, and again, in in your brain, you get this other picture, and it's not it's not a full map. Like you don't get this. Full blueprint layout of where you are, but you do get kind of like a a a map in an RPG surprise where it's <laughs> just got the line straight to where you want to go uh-huh. and a red dot. So in, in your brain, you get this clear image of this direction. And Crumb feels that and, and lets go of your face. And when you turn around, you see the line on the ground. Simply because you now have this knowledge in your head of where to go.
1: Ah, Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Then I pick up parcel again. And I said, sorry, we'll get you to therapy in a little bit. And, uh, and we, we head that direction, but also I'm like, now that I've set out, I'm intrigued at where I am. So I kind of, as I'm running, I want to be like, am I just, is this just like a big computer that I'm running through? kind of. It's 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 tech. You can tell that it's tech, but it's it
2: not something that you can readily place what everything does. Like it's not okay. so advanced and so foreign that you're like is this a T1000? Like you know <laughs> you know it's circuitry and you know it it serves a purpose to maintain systems, but you're unsure of what systems you're looking at. Okay. Hagen what do you do? Um. You hear scratching on the door. You hear punching on this, this big safety door. People are trying to get through it.
0: There's like intersections ahead of me.
2: There's two that are open and they go left and right, left and right. And then the third one where Jake is past is just rubble and sparks and and small fires, electrical fires. You You can't go past the third one.
0: Okay. Hagen is going to run towards the intersection, close the door to the left pathway, and go right. He is going to close it, and he's going to shoot it from the inside to make it look like, you know, he went left, but he's actually going right. And he is uh just gonna run through like the next couple intersections without doing anything to a door and then like on the third or fourth he's gonna close the door and he's gonna sit
2: are you just going into like standby mode are you gonna try and talk to jack are you trying to do anything or are you just trying to hide from the threat that's behind you
0: i'm trying to take a minute to make sure i'm safe here for just a minute because i want to hack the ship
2: i mean you you are the most technologically advanced out of anybody in this group you understand that there's interfaces all over the place. They're not entirely, like there's not screen readouts, so people who don't know tech as good as you wouldn't necessarily know how to talk to this, but you can see all of these ports and all of these places that you can go into. Yeah. The intersection that you're at is a a fairly large intersection, which is why I think you stopped there. Yeah. You've been running through all of these places and you get to this area where there are, it's essentially an octagon, there's four corridors that you can run down, and then there's four caddy corner walls and they all have plugins for some kind of system. and you see you you see a lot of power getting thrown into these conduits. You want to try and hack one or do you want to try and talk to it? You want to do it manually or you want to jump into it?
0: We'll jump into it. Okay. All right, so that would be, oh wait, I don't get to add my I don't get to reroll. For an ability. Correct. Shit. That's a nine.
2: Yeah, so I mean it's, it's a partial success. I, I'm, I keep rereading the ability rules just to see like, can yeah. yeah, you use a skill with an ability? And I, I think they are separate things. A nine works though. When you, when you hack in, you, you go to the white room again and this isn't like talking to the plot device. This is raw information. There's not an intelligence here. You're sitting in your chair in this white room, and across from you is not another representation of a Hoganite. It's like an old CRT monitor sitting in the chair. It's a lot harder for you to communicate with this thing than just having a conversation with it, but you have access to the information. You have to pull something out of
0: it. Would it, just talking to it outside of the hijack been a better idea? I feel like Hagen no. would have known that. I No? Okay.
2: No. The plugins that you see look like they need another device. Okay. So essentially what you are doing is turning yourself into that device.
0: Okay. Hagen is uh thinking to himself, he's got a roster of the locals, I think. Like he downloaded a manifest. Of you have prisoners. you have a roster
2: of everybody on the ship. Yeah. Not just the locals. Everyone. Yeah,
0: yeah, I got a manifest a manifest of prisoners. Hagen is going to ask for a map. Of the ship uh, to help him get to the bridge.
2: Give me a willpower roll. No, no oh. sorry, not a willpower, an intelligence roll.
0: Thank God, because I yes. got zero <laughs> in willpower. All right, so that is nine plus two, eleven.
2: I want you to describe this, but what happens is you're you're sitting there looking at this screen inside your head, thinking of how to communicate with this what what device pops up for you to communicate with this computer in in the white room
0: keyboard pops up in front of me the image on the screen goes from just being like that matrix trickle of information to a white page with a a single search bar and uh a colorful uh, logo that says ogle um and <laughs> and like the letters are all like done in a, a certain way and uh, and, and it, it's like weird there's there's um, there, there's a, a lion on there there's you know all, all sorts of weird stuff and Hagen looks at it he says oh right it's C.S. Lewis's birthday oh okay cool <laughs> and he types in map of this ship and hits enter and he scrolls through like the first four pages of porn and finally gets to a map of the thing oh my god you sent us a map
2: that's that's the map of the ship that pops up it's it's a plan view of the cylinder that's been cut and then spread out into a flat surface so this map pops up on the screen that you're looking at And you've, you've looked for this map and you've also requested to know where the bridge is. And on the southernmost, what looks like a rectangle on this map, on the one that's all the way on the bottom, there's a little red dot. And it's almost right next to where you are.
0: Is the red dot that room I just came from? Yes.
2: Fuck! Jake. Jake. You are by yourself. The corridor that you've come from is blocked off. You're in a similar predicament as Raquel, where you're you're in this area, you see all of this tech, it's low-lit. What do you do?
3: He's just going to start walking down one of the halls. He tries to remember what side of the room uh, Raquel and Crum and Parcel ran out of, And he tries to take a hallway that's going in that general direction based on the room that he just came out of. You know what I mean? Like, like if like if he's standing facing in one direction, he knows kind of the direction that they would be going. And that's the hallway he
2: takes. Okay, so from from where you left the room, that would be to your right. And you you know that because looking back at the collapsed corridor, you know which direction in your head is south. So you have to go east
3: right okay so that's what i do and also i am looking for places to hide um in case i need to uh and i'm gonna you know so i'm just gonna be kind of on the lookout for that
2: while you're running you're trying to keep an eye out for hidey holes and stuff but you're are you are you running to try and find raquel or are you just
3: no i mean i'm walking at a fast pace but i'm not running I'm trying to reserve my energy in case
2: I need to run. Give me another willpower roll. Okay. Um, that's going to be an eleven. While you're walking and looking for Raquel, you've been a smuggler for a long time. You you have a danger sense, and it is going crazy right now. You're not alone. You do find a hidey hole, but you get the feeling. It's not something. You get the feeling that something came from it. It's not an opening to duck into.
3: Understood. Um, he's going to take out his, his stun gun, his, uh, his little cattle prod stick. He's going to try to get an eye line in the direction that he just came. Uh, because his, his desire is to run back the way he came if there's nothing standing in his way, but he does know that there's something here. And having seen the vampires in the ship earlier, um, he's pretty certain that that's what he's dealing with. And so he's got the stun gun out ready to, like, uh, but he wants to run back the way he came.
2: Give me an agility roll. Uh, That is an eight. Jake, you've you've run into this area by yourself, and you're feeling this thing tracking you. You're worried that it's a vampire, and you're on high alert. Something falls on top of you. Mm. And knocks you down. But you get your stun gun up in time. The, The thing that falls on top of you, though, is not a vampire. It looks like Parcel, but... It has claws, where Parcel had hands, and it's got hooves, where Parcel had feet. It is not blue and purple like Parcel, it's not that that nice, bright color that they were. It's black and brown, it's olive, it's drab, it is camouflaged. But it it leans down close to you and goes, Come with me if you want to live. A Long Errand is presented by Good Better Quest, a Final Plank Media production. Today's GM was Nolan Lacey. Players are David Holman, Doug Holley, and Nicholas Snyder. Additional voices provided by the talented Warpo. From their Twitter, at Warpo, that's W-A-R-P underscore O, and their Twitch channel, Warpo, that's W-A-R underscore P-O. Music provided by Kevin McLeod and TabletopAudio.com. As always, thank you for listening.